Are you ready? Oh yeah! Let me tell you something, brother. If you're looking for the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be in the podcasting universe, then look no further than Ring the Bell. Bringing you the best in the world at what we do, and what we do is take over the world of wrestling reviews, baby. Now, Ring the Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Ring the Bell. I'm your host, Andrew, with me once again. It's Martin. Hello. We're going literally straight into the show this week because we are here to look at the last couple of months. Obviously, as we saw in last week's show, which was a Clash of Champions Gold Rush uh, review show, we did say we've been gone for a couple of months. So we're going to come back next week, which is this week as we are now, and just basically look over a couple of months of wrestling, see what's happened. And have a bit of a chat, really, aren't we, Martin? We are indeed. A good catch-up is in order. Exactly. I mean, there's only one place, really, we can start. It's been going on for, obviously, six, seven months now, but COVID-19 is still destroying lives. Let's obviously not try yeah. and downplay it. But no. from a, obviously, from a wrestling point of view, everything's changed in the world of sports entertainment slash professional wrestling. Uh, companies having to completely change what they know. Fans are... It's, it's 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 such a crazy mixed up time isn't it yeah and then you've got a certain company in florida just sort of going yeah we'll just go back normal it's, it's not that bad yeah letting fans in letting wrestlers obviously play gigs uh with no masks <laughs> and stuff and yeah. but it's yeah. fine because only seven people got infected yeah that's it it's only seven and i mean who, who cares about them eh <laughs> yeah Exactly. Le champion, you utter, utter twat. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, because of COVID, uh, obviously initially WWE went to the Performance Center and did all their shows there, and that was a thing that happened. And then finally, finally, uh, leading to SummerSlam, they struck a deal with the Amway Center to rent their arena for six months, four, six months, whatever it was. And they would, within that arena, construct their own little playhouse, which is, and I <clears throat> have prepared for this because it, it, it has to be done this way. You can't just say the word. You have to, like, really, like, dig deep down and find it. Thunderdome! Oh, Jesus Christ. That just come out of nowhere, that one did. They're in the Thunderdome. That 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 It's, it's LED screens. It's, it's lasers. It's pyro. It's... Good God, it's everything. Yeah. And then you've got the occasional appearance of the KKK, Kenny Omega, and people want in Velveteen Dream to be fired. It's not a bad shout, to be fair. Really no. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's gone all a bit quiet on it, but if any of the accusations are true, then... Yeah, he, he really needs to go as uh, as much as I am. A, uh, they said they looked into it. Clearly, they did because why would they lie? But you know, even though all of the the accused have said they didn't speak to me, so what they look into exactly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's a rather good question for uh, Mister Levesque. So Thunderdome, uh, it, it's definitely added something because it's yeah. it's bright and it's fresh and it still feels quite new and it, it's I I quite enjoy it. I could the 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 fans on the screens are still a bit off putting sometimes. The audio's 
up and down. It seems to differ week on week, but mm. it gives them more scope. They can do what they want. They're not restricted by anything because it's theirs and it's... Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. It just creates a little bit more of an atmosphere rather than just an empty performance centre. Yeah, although NXT moved to the performance centre now. So they have, yeah. Starting with Takeover, which was last week, of course. Yeah, yeah, and then of course as well, you've got a uh, NXT UK who have moved into a facility in BT Sports Studios. They have. It's the, it's, it's almost like their own little Thunderdome in a way. It's like yeah. the the BT Dome or something. I don't know, Ooh. but yeah. So that that NXT UK is back. I mean, Pete Dunn's back. Pete Dunn is back, and he looks amazing, and. Yeah, he's just he's he's back, and one of my favorite British wrestlers is back on the scene, and it means that all the guys can work again because they've been in the bubble for the last god knows many weeks and months. Yeah, uh, in build it's up for this, it means that Ward can chop the hell out of people again. Yeah, well, c- conveniently, he did make an appearance uh, last week, I think it was on uh, on there because they've got a Memorial Cup going on at the minute. They do indeed, the Heritage and- Cup. Yes, and Alexander Wolf was fighting someone, and then Pete Dunn was special guest referee, and then and then uh, Wolf and Dunn ended up getting into a, a bit of a physical altercation, and obviously naturally Walter came out, and then uh, and then weirdly enough for the save, Ilya Dragunov came out for the save on Dunn. I do like Dragunov. I I like him a lot. Yes, he he is a potential star in the future. So yeah, the Thunderdome is is that uh, as far as what's been happening in the Thunderdome since we last since Ring the Bell last brought you a, an actual new show, obviously before last week, uh, Roman Reigns returned at SummerSlam to all of our shock. We were watching it. We were shocked to see the big the big dog. The big dog is back. Is <laughs> and then. A week, well, less than a week later, he turned heel. Say it isn't so. Roman Reigns is a bad guy now. And moreover, he is the best bad guy in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. He asked for the heel turn. Vince gave in because he's desperate. They put Heyman with him. And it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm all for it. His story with Jey Uso is great. Uh, we spoke about it on the last on last week's show. It has to be with that's the Rock at WrestleMania. I want all of that. I want Roman versus Rock, Tribal Chief versus the People's Champ. Mm-hmm. In 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 a stadium with fans next year at Mania, that does get any bigger for me. Yeah, no, it's de- definitely not. Elsewhere, apart from Roman Reigns, <clears throat> losing my voice. Apart from Roman Reigns coming back, retribution are a thing. Oh God, what a shit show this is! Yeah, oh, big time. I, I mean, ju- just the names alone are bad enough. Slapjack, Mace, and is it T Bone or T Bone, T Bar, whatever the fuck it is? Yeah, yeah. Slapjack and Mace. What? Yeah. They want to one of them shatter. Shatter. That got scrapped, thankfully. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I think they've been at least sensible with the selection of wrestlers they're using for this. And obviously, I'm going to quite honestly say I'd completely forgotten about Dio Madden and the fact that he wanted to go back to being a wrestler rather than a commentator. This this is my biggest issue with retribution. Well, actually, one of the issues of, from story, why well, give them a contract when you, they're trying to bring the company down? But anyway, we'll overlook that bit. Now, we were led to believe, as wrestling fans, that the point of retribution was that this group of people wanted, fun enough, retribution, payback, revenge, or because of they were either overlooked or they were ignored or they were next here and they weren't getting what they believed they deserved, whatever their angle was supposed to be. But by giving them new names and therefore Dio Madden, uh, Myelin, uh, uh, whatever his name is. Guy Shakovich. That's him. Um, and, oh, and Shane Thorne. And Shane Thorne. If you take those names away, then they don't have history anymore. And therefore, how can they be looking for... That's what I don't get. Yeah. Like, okay, you want retribution. So you, you find where you can wear masks and put masks on. You can buy black outfits and you can break into the performance center with the worst security in the world. And you can do all this stuff and you can smash a window. Oh my God, you can smash a window. Oh. And exactly. But why change your names? Like it doesn't mm. make any sense. No. And to be fair, you, you can sort of get the whole story and concept with obviously Shane Thorne and Dio Madden, but, Dijakovic was incredibly popular in NXT, and he was making a big name for himself. He was overlooked. With... He faced Keith Lee the, the show after Keith Lee won the World Championship. Yeah, so it's the... not like he was overlooked. No, and and what that that was a title match as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, and then obviously Mia Yim's had title matches that very recently, and then obviously Mercedes Martinez was in. Was it the first or second May Young Classic? And she's like not long rejoined NXT, and you know, obviously they were building her up. <coughs> but I really don't get the whole. You know, the three of them were overlooked. It it's very puzzling. No, and even if that made sense, why change their names? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we even contemplated, you know, is it possibly people that had been released in the furlough in April and that, but by the time Retribution came around, a lot of them guys had already signed with other companies. Oh, it just, it it gives me a headache trying to work, trying to work out what they're doing and the point of all this. Mm. But then... Yeah. <laughs> It, they're not even on TV now. They've they've been taken off TV because all the they got members are isolating because they were they were in contact with somebody who got COVID. So <laughs> they're not even TV now. No. I oh, just I don't know. So yeah, that's uh, that's retribution. Uh, COVID's <laughs> still obviously a thing. Obviously, uh, Roman's back. He's a heel. Sami Zayn returned. He's the RC champion, undisputed now. He won at at Clash of Champions, Gold Rush last week. That was great. We spoke about that in the last show. Uh, I'm loving, loving Sammy. This he's just the perfect role for him. Yeah. 
Right, another big thing. Actually, since we're doing this, talking to mics in our in our homes. Twitch, cameo, oh. everything else that the rest. Of, yeah, oh yeah, big. Oh yeah, definitely. So, as of I believe this coming Friday or this yesterday or whenever I I don't know anymore. My days all over the show. It's it's insane. WWE uh, want to take over ownership uh, of the talents Twitch streams. They were told to take them down, but now they're saying, and I saw this reported last week, they want to take over ownership. But here's the kicker. They will give talent a percentage of the money that these streams make, which, right, okay, at least you're kicking something back to the guys. That's something. Mm. Mm. But, and here's the, oh, this is the, the knife in the back or the front, or both actually. That percentage that they give will go against their downside guarantee. So they'll actually use, yeah. So say like you're on 400 grand a year and you make, I don't know, 50 grand from your Twitch stream or whatever the case is. Yeah. That If you, you will get a percentage of that 50 grand, but then that percentage will count as part of your downside guarantee. So the company actually get to pay out less because they're going to use that percentage as part of what they're paying their talent. And of course, at the moment, there's no travel costs, so guys aren't having. So it's it's oh, Jesus! Oh um, my god! Yeah, because because I did see last week. Um, Paige shared some opinions on this, and I think it's fair to say she is fully against it. And then, uh, yeah. conveniently, someone who's recently created quite a gathering on Twitch. Uh, Zelina Vega pitched in on it as well, and I think she sort of basically agreed with what Paige was saying. It's it's unbelievable. It it's just I mean, <clears throat> from from if I'm playing devil's advocate now, which we can do, it's our show. Yeah. What the hell? So right. WWE say as long as you're under contract with us, we own you. That we you can't make money off of your name because we own your name, and even when it comes to real names, if they are under contract, they are owned by the company. Theoretically, that is correct. However, yeah. you can't on one hand say we own you, but on the other hand, still claim that the wrestlers are independent contractors. Yeah. It doesn't work both ways. 100% no. So... so is this just exclusively for Twitch, is it? or This is all of it. So basically, a little while ago, there was a rush of like everyone joining Cameo and charging $50, $100, $400 for like a short video message. Mm. And people yeah. would pay it, and you could have a quick chat or get like a voice message back from the person you pay money to. That's included as well. So... Yeah. Charlotte so, was charging like $400 for a cameo message. If she yeah. got, I don't know, to say she got like, I don't know, 100 bucks that, and I doubt it'd be a 25% cut, but say she got 100 bucks of that. It doesn't seem like a lot, but if you keep doing that of all of the talent that are on Twitch and cameo and all over a place like this, mm. and you're now counting that as part of your downside guarantee, the company mm. is saving money. They're making money because they're taking a percentage of what the guys are working, are getting. The company aren't paying out for live events because there's no live events. 
they got they got the th- the Thunderdome. They got the Amway Center on a steal. They paid yeah. next to nothing for that lease. Yeah, like Vince mm. McMahon is literally Scrooge McDuck rolling in money at yeah. the moment. Yeah, basically. And they are. Oh my! And you can see why the government in America are going to be looking into. Obviously, it won't go too far because Donald Trump's in office, but. Like, it's actually being mentioned in politics how mm. WWE and what they're doing to their quote-unquote independent contractor employees. Mm. I, oh, I don't want to use the word criminal because it obviously isn't. They legally can do this. Yeah. But it's morally all over the show. Yeah. So are we assuming then, does this cover YouTube as well? I don't know because obviously up, up, down, down is on YouTube. Yeah, but they um, own that. Like they own that anyway. That's not a, right. a that's not a crew a creed thing. Because because I, I I don't know if it's an actual like thing as well. But like within up, up, down, down, um, Cesaro and Tyler Breeze have sort of like created like this uh, you know anti up, up, down thing, and they've got like left, left, right, right. <laughs> God loves us, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It there's so many grey areas because who knows? It's sure. All I know is, come talent apparently hate this, absolutely hate it, and who can blame them? Because well, yeah. people like AJ and Adam Cole and Paige are huge on Twitch. Like they're on yeah. there, huge streaming their gaming and stuff, mm. and now. Like, they're not going to own this anymore. They're not going to own these channels. The company will own them. You've either got to shut it down or hand over ownership. <sighs> so for these guys, for this, these talent who are not making additional money because there's no live event tickets, like ticket gates, there's none of this yeah. extra money. Merchandise is what it is, you know. So where's the extra income coming from if you now can have hand over large percentages from all of your third-party, like, avenues. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting as well how this has all come about as well, because apparently the origins of Vince getting proper, like, tight on restrictions out and everything with, like, platforms like Twitch now, apparently all kick-started with Lana on Instagram because she was, like, publicising the hell out of an energy drink that she's got like a partnership deal with, and apparently that's what's like giving it the violent shove. God damn it, Lana. Oh no. Isn't it bad enough that her husband's slagging off WWE every five seconds on that company? <laughs> to be fair, I mean, anyone that goes to AEW will slag off WWE. Yeah. They'll cut the same promo. Oh, the glass ceiling. I couldn't break it. I was held down by a guy, 70 or goes, 80 or goes out of touch with wrestling, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Let's bottom line this right now. If you were genuinely someone who could make an actual difference and who could actually make money for that company, you would not have been released. Yeah. Rusev yeah. was on TV. I know he didn't like the whole angle with Lana and Lashley and that, but he was on TV. He was on TV with Rusev Day. Yeah. He yeah. still got and, released. Yeah. And obviously, he still holds the greatest Royal Run. Uh, no, sorry, the greatest WrestleMania. WrestleMania entrance ever. Yes, he does. He was in a freaking <laughs> tank. 
and not a tank like DX drove a tank to Nitro. It was a fucking Jeep. Not like a DX tank. It was an actual tank. Yeah, and let's be honest, don't get me wrong, I've really liked Rusev, but I'll give him six months and he'll be on the mid-card in AEW, if not lower. Zack Ryder, sorry, Matt Cardona, he showed up in AEW, cutting the same sort of promo. He's already done. He was on a short-term deal. His contract's over. He's out of AEW already. Brian Myers went to Impact. Heath Slater went to Impact. They're doing fine. Gallows and Anderson. I'm sorry. Okay, the stuff of Paul Heyman, a little bit sneaky. AJ hated it, but it wasn't going to work. Like, they're on, on Impact. They're doing their own stuff. Good for them. But the guy yeah. from AEW and slag off WWE and Cody Rhodes, he could do one as well. Cody Rhodes will go on there and say, I'm not like Triple H. I'm going to be for the boys and all this lot. Stop breaking thrones and like with sledgehammers. Stop doing entrances that last longer than your promos and matches. Stop <laughs> doing stuff that, that I know you're turning here and it's your character and you're trying to be that overbearing, like I'm an EVP in this lot, but mm. it doesn't work. Cody is Cody as a level. He's reached his level. Deal with it. Yeah. 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 That's fair. That's a fair one. And uh, well, obviously as well, to be fair, with Gallows and Anderson, they're just smart businessmen because they've signed purely with Impact because they can do their own shit at the same time as well because like, Impact have no issues with them. Like, you know, if they want to go back to New Japan and do some uh -huh. random stuff in Japan and that. And obviously they're like merch and the hell out of that talking shop yep. mania. So, yeah, you know... Fair play to them. They've got good business deals out of this. And obviously, you know, they probably know long-term, you know, impacts. So, you know, it's going to be impact and that. Although, randomly, I did see yesterday. Um, oh, sorry, last week. Um, uh, they, they've signed a new TV deal in the UK. Uh, yeah, yeah. They've signed a deal with uh, Premier Sports, apparently. No idea. Who are they? I think it's one of the show, one of the channels that have like randomly got the TV rights to like La Liga and a few other of the oh, wow. divisions. Okay, but but yeah. Oh, did so... you also see on Impact? Ken Shamrock's going to the Impact Hall of Fame. Good on them. Like Ken Shamrock, fine. Yeah. Did you yeah. see what Ken Shamrock did on Twitter? No. So Ken Chant went on Twitter and basically tweeted out to someone who I'll tell you in a minute and said, hey, I'm getting inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame. Um, would you record an induction greeting? Because I think our time like feuding in the late 90s was, was my favorite time wrestling. He tweeted The Rock and asked The Rock to record a, an induction greeting for the Impact Hall of Fame. And he loved, obviously, the Rock Shan Rock feud in the, in the late 90s. The Rock replied, congratulated Shavrock and said, yeah, I'll sort that. Have it over to you by that weekend. So The Rock, indirectly, will be appearing on Impact. Yes, via video. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, while we're on the subject of The Rock, actually, um, Jericho, going back to AEW, which we try not to do, uh, 30 Years of Jericho was the theme um, for this past week's uh, Dynamite. Now, we're late on the line. We're recording this last week. So if anything happened within this last seven days, you'll listen to this. We, we don't know about it yet because we're not 
Marty and Doc, so we don't know. So, um, 30 Years of Jericho was the Dynamite theme for this past week's episode. Now, if if I'm AEW and I'm Cody and I'm an overbearing dick, I'm thinking, or I'm Tony Khan, an actual, actual money mark for the boys, um, I'm thinking... What can I do to, to make the most out of this Jericho thing? Like Lance Storm, if he can fly out of Canada, get him on the show, that makes sense. Yeah. Offer The Rock a gig as part of like saying hi to Jericho. What's the worst you can do? What's he going to do? Say no? Okay, he says no. What if he says yes? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Contact The Rock, get Jericho to contact The Rock and go, hey, Dwayne, um, like, obviously I'm not asking you to show up and do a promo or anything, but. Maybe send a video in. Like, can you do something like that? Imagine the AEW saying, we've got The Rock on Dynamite. Like, yeah. Can you imagine that? Be insane. What's to lose? What have you got to lose by asking Dwayne Johnson to record a message for Dynamite? There's nothing to lose and everything to gain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, I digress again. So, yeah, that that's what, what's, what else has happened. What else? I, it's... Uh, Drew's still champ. I still like Drew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like Drew. And I like the way they've actually booked him. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, like, sticking on the theme of heels, obviously, Orton's still do, putting out solid work with Drew. Looks like we're going to be getting another match out of the two of them. The feud that won't die, and I'm glad it doesn't because I'm, I'm still liking this stuff. The, the Legends mm. thing was in, they were involved at, at Clash of Champions Gold Rush, and that paid off. So that was fine with that. I the, the criticism towards Drew McIntyre is, is really unfair. Yeah, you try, trying to be the world champion in in the pandemic is is hard on anyone. Mm. So I think Drew deserves full credit for what he's doing yeah. and the work he's putting forward. And to be I, fair I, as well, I'd make the argument his title reign's been a lot more successful than Braun's. Oh, absolutely. No, no one would argue that. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, Braun's, well, Braun's gone from world champion beating Goldberg at Mania to losing in a, tri- in a triple threat and taking the pin. And now he's on Raw Underground. Like, he has no direction, Braun no. Strowman, right now. Absolutely none. So, yeah, Braun is, is done. But then Braun won the belt, what? four years later than you should have done? Yeah. Like, he should beat Brock. I know we said it before. Like, he should beat Brock that time, and he didn't, and he's lost every title match he's been involved in, and he got the belt because Roman went home. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's literally it. So, yeah, that that, that was another thing. Uh, I'm, I'm, it sounds really bad because I know stuff's happened, but it, it's... Sometimes it's hard to watch wrestling at the moment. And trying to think back over the last couple of months, and that's really bad for a wrestling podcaster to say, but uh, obviously on Ring the Bell, we tend to focus more on the past. And obviously we're doing Bringing the Thunder, which we're going to be bringing back very soon. Mm. And you know, we, we do obviously pay-per-view review shows and stuff, but we, we don't, and obviously you and Sam on, on The Saviors, you, you don't watch the weekly shows at the moment. No, no, there's just no point to it. And... Um... Whilst we're on the subject, I've just randomly remembered uh, the world's worst kept secret finally got revealed on SmackDown when we had the, the like return video. So those random videos of the blonde girl. Oh, uh, yeah. Lo and behold, it was Carmella. 
Forgot uh, to mention that in our in our, re- our review show last week. Yeah, Carmella that's repackaged to the shock of nobody. <laughs> what? I mean, it, 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 it was so blatantly obvious. It was Carmella. It was unreal. Why even try and hide it? And what's the point? What What is this going to do? Where is this going to go? Yeah, no, no, nowhere really. I mean, to to be fair, I'll probably argue the highlight of her career in WWE so far. And, like, the one good point is probably bloody her tagging with our truth Oh, good God. I, I, I wouldn't even chuck her title reign in there and the whole Money in the Bank rubbish with James Ellsworth. <laughs> There's a man who hasn't been ah. mentioned in quite a while. And for good reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Carmella's back. That's also a thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think... I'd... Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll probably. Oh, oh, what else? One more thing. Well, obviously, as well, we've got the impending slash not impending return of uh, Melina. Yeah, so Melina is reported as coming back, but then she denied it. But then still, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, yeah she'll she, probably show up at some point. Yeah, she like denied it, but then she's like, oh, but I wouldn't rule out working with him in the future or some rubbish. Well, of course, you wouldn't. Yeah. And. I've just remembered as well. It's all coming to my brain cells now. Um, obviously as well, I don't know if you saw it during the week last week. Um, Sasha Banks was spotted working out with Tessa Blanchard. Oh, really? Yeah. Cue the speculation then. Indeed. I mean, obviously that's been sort of a topic of discussion for what a, a month or two now because. Obviously, they did tease about her appearing around SummerSlam time. And now they're sort of like teasing her, well, they might do an Evolution 2. And they're sort of like hinting that's where they'd look for her to debut. Mm. So, I, don't, but, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of baggage that comes with Tessa, I think. Mm, yeah, and I'm not sure that's baggage that they need at any point. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I think we should just quickly cover this. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it yet or not, but the greatest Broken Skull sessions ever. We had the episode a couple of weeks ago with Kurt. We did. I watched this. Yes, I saw this. I loved it. It was the best one yet. And it, they, it, they, they spoke about more than I thought they would. Yeah. Um, but no, I really, really enjoyed it. Did you see the Jerry Lawler one? The one before? Yeah, that wasn't, it, it was watchable, but obviously they scoured over so much in that. Oh, Because yeah. yeah, it was all I'd, like, I'd yeah, it was sort of basically, oh, yeah, you're wrestling in Memphis to then sort of, you know, so 2016 or whatever. And it's sort of like, well, hang on, you've missed out like 20 years or so. And yeah, you've missed controversies out a lot along of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Lola one just seemed, I don't know why that happened, but the angle one was, was absolute gold. Yeah, absolute and- gold. Kurt and Steve just talking for nearly two hours. It's brilliant. That's all I need. Yeah. So, okay. 
Go on. No, no, I was just going to say, and then obviously just the highlight right at the end. Uh, bloody Kurt and Steve singing Old MacDonald. <laughs> I love that Kurt still had the same cowboy hat from the segments. <laughs> yeah. Still had the same cowboy hat. And props to Kurt for squeezing in the plugs for his new snacks as well. Like, oh, yes. bring them on to give to Steve and then put them in the perfect shot for the camera. God bless you, Kurt. Well, he's got to do so, something now. Broken Skull, who would you want to see on? Who would you love to see on the Broken Skull Sessions? Oh, that is... A, um, What's it? Because he's already had... On his, on his other show on the network, he's already had Vince, he's already had Brock, he's already had... Who else do you have on there? Heyman. Uh, he's um, at H. You know what? If the schedules can match up, why not talk... Not try and get uh, The Rock on there at some. I point. would love that. Dwayne Johnson, plug in the movie when the movie comes out. He's got he's got to promote. Go on, on the sessions. Him and Austin go back years, yeah. and oh, can you imagine the conversations those two could have? Yeah. Um, possibly Isn't, just didn't Brett do one? Or was he? Has his been on already? I th- it has, hasn't it? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett's has. Yeah. Um, just for a bit of uh, nostalgia. <laughs> maybe um, maybe do one with Ted DiBiase, maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Um, well, there's so many people you could bring out. But think, I think, as, I'm trying to think about the big headline one. ones. Ooh, Mick Foley. Yeah. Ooh. That could go on for hours. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Um, let, 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 okay, yeah, list, listeners, let us know who your dream uh, Broken Skull Sessions uh, guest would be. Uh, we'll put the contact details at the end of the show as usual. But no, the Kurt one was brilliant. Uh, I did like the Taker one way back when when it debuted. Yeah. And uh, get Vince back on. Get Vince on. Obviously, he was on the, the, the Steve Austin show, like the, the podcast one he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Yeah, or maybe get like one of the execs. Get Bruce Pritchard on the show. Something like that, you know, something different. Yeah. Um, ah, hell. Why not get Shane on there at some point? Oh, oh, Jesus. And and he can do some plugs on the underground. Oh, underground. It's underground. Oh, yeah. Big spot. Oh, yes. did, did you see the the uh, rumour the other day? Apparently, they were close a little while back to doing a NXT underground as well. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It had nothing to do with under, the Raw Underground. It was just like uh, the guys Why? that were on NXT. That... <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't. NXT doesn't need a second show. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, hopefully, like, that was posted at Triple H and he was sort of be like, no, no, we're not doing no, that. No, no, we're scrapped <laughs> that one now, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, I think unless there's anything else glaring that we've overlooked, I think we 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 pretty much caught up. Yeah, by and large. So. Yeah, I think okay. So there you go, people. You've had two shows in in the space of a week. You've had the Clash of Champions Gold Rush uh, review with a little bit of Raw and SmackDown sprinkled in last week, and now you've got this general catch up now, just bringing us up to speed on all things Thunderdome and. Red- <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. I regret it, but I have to do it every time. It's it's one of those things that I have to do it in, in that way. I have to do it. It's, it's the law. But then as soon as I finish, my, my throat immediately shouts, internally, of course, 
Why are you doing this to me? Why do you hate me so? And I'll just simply say, it's Vince's fault. If Vince is going to create the Thunderdome and say it that way, then we have to do it too. So Exactly. But before I completely lose my voice because of the that place that we're not going to... It's like Voldemort, the place you can't say. It's like <laughs> Voldemort or Chris Benoit, like that place that shall not be named. Uh, oh, how's your Dark Side of the Ring recaps going, by the by? Yeah. Yeah, it's going pretty pretty well. Um, we've put out a few episodes. Um, we've done a brawl for all which was interesting oh, 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 oh yeah that yeah that that's one word my god vince russo's a prick yeah yeah the whole thing came about purely because he hated jbl <laughs> i think the implications of the aftermath of it really wasn't worth it no no and- it was hate is not that worth it yeah and funny enough even by the end of it russo was just like yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done it. You think? <laughs> exactly. And, you you um, think? Uh, yeah. And uh, we've covered the LOD episode as well. Nice. Yeah. And we've got a couple more lined up, but it's a case of sort of both of us getting around to watching them so we can properly review them. But, well, but yeah, all yeah, of season few- two is on all four. So it's all on catch-up now for anyone that hasn't seen them. Yeah, obviously. I have tackled the Owen one. That was tough, but I have not tackled uh, the Benoit episodes yet. Good luck. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, say, keep an eye on the uh, Intellectual Savers of Wrestling YouTube channel. Give them a subscribe and follow them uh, you can see on twitter as well and you can uh, keep up with when they're releasing their episodes uh, obviously if you want to follow us if you don't already which you should but then if you don't who knows you can follow us on twitter at ring the bell pod on facebook at ring the bell show on instagram at ring the bell pod and if you want to email us about your dream broken skull sessions uh, guests or anything else you'd like to talk to us about we think stuff we've overlooked in our little catch-up you can email us at ringthebellpod at gmail.com. I forgot it last week, but I'm back on track now. Martin, anything else to add before we ride off into the sunset, as old Stone Cold might say? Well, as we've brought up the LOD, um, I think oh, it's yeah. quite fitting we better um, oh, mention dude. the unfortunate passing of Animal. The, yeah, I can't believe we forgot this. That's really bad. Uh, yeah, an Animal, another one of the... The legends of that era, uh, as we were growing up, has, has gone too young as well, far too early. Yeah, and, you know, there's never a good time to go, but this was pretty shit timing. So, obviously, he died on the night of his wedding anniversary. It was on the night? I thought it was the day after. Jesus no, Christ, uh, what I, is I found, this world up yeah. to? Yeah, I, I found out it was, it was that something silly, like, like 25 to 12 on, on on the night of his wedding anniversary. Christ almighty. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and at, at the at the still fairly young age of 60. 2020, what else are you going to hit us with this year? 
Do, do, do you even want to attempt that? <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just another one. It's another one gone. It just seems to be all too all too regular, doesn't it yeah. now? Yeah, because um, McIntyre did an interview the other day, and uh, he he basically said. LODs the, or the Road Warriors or whatever you want to name them as uh, he said they're the greatest tag team ever as far as he's concerned yeah they're, they're definitely up there they they broke a lot of new ground uh, they they created their own style they if it wasn't for them a lot of the tag teams you see now wouldn't wouldn't be a thing so yeah they they broke down doors they had success everywhere they went any continent country everywhere a company and yeah, it's uh, it's another great, great talent in the that big old wrestling rig in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's let's um let's end it there. Uh, thank you, Martin, for for coming back once again. Uh, we'll be back very soon with a new episode. But for now, this has been Ring the Bell. I have been Andrew. I've been Martin. Martin. Andrew. Ring that bell. <laughs>